Welcome to Total Meltdown, the official podcast of Pwn.com. This is your host, Clover, with my other host, Chi Nitro. So- <laughs> What's up? <laughs> All right, so um, as you guys can already kind of tell off the bat, this is a delayed podcast. Um, Nitro and I have been really busy this last week with Pwn.com and with work and other crap. And Yeah, it's been really bad. Oh, it's been terrible. <laughs> and Oh, and sleeping. And sleeping. Yeah, she. Uh, we were supposed to do this the night prior, and um, I woke her up. She said she'd be on, and then she fell back to sleep. So <laughs> I finally told her just sleep, and we'll do it today. So we're doing it today, and today for us is April Fools. Um, had an interesting morning when I woke up. Oh, crazy! As I, I got uh, pirated and Rick rolled. <laughs> well, see, I haven't gone to bed though, so. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, you know, uh, kudos to um, Andy for setting that up. Uh, I know uh, X Chromosome XX uh, uh, got the pirate gift for all of us, and it was my idea to throw the Rickroll in there. A little bit of help to Andy. Um, so, you yeah, know. Yeah, laughed really hard. I could. I thought I was going to wake my roommate up. I was laughing so hard. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I, I was actually, part. I had no idea he was going to throw the Rickroll in there. I had the idea to put it under pwned points. So when you went to go see the contest stuff in her poem points, it would just take you to Rick Roll. That'd be uh, funny. <laughs> yeah, you know, some crazy April Fool's Day jokes people have kind of been noticing. I know Blizzard, uh, IGN, Google, Gizmodo, Kotaku, everybody's been doing their little fair share of pranks. Um, yeah, Kotaku sucked. They got me with, um, I thought they were going to do a new uh, uh, softcore game for the DS. Turned out to be fake. Yeah, and Think Geek. Uh, I knew from the bat that it was fake, but I had to post it under an articles because it was just too hilarious. They're um, uh, Super PP Brothers. Oh my god. Yeah, that was funny. I couldn't stop uh, laughing when I saw that. I was actually really upset because it was such an amazing game. I oh. wouldn't play it. Did you see the um, GTA 4 that it was like EA bought Take Two and Rockstar, and so they changed Nico's voice with uh, Chris Tucker? No. <laughs> Oh my god, they took clips from a bunch of Rush Hour films, but it was so funny. Like, it worked perfectly, and they had the clips set up. Oh, I was dying. <laughs> uh, I don't know, so far my favorite, I think the one that takes the cake this year. So far, you know, it's still a few hours left while we're recording this, but um, the uh, IGN, their Legend of Zelda trailer. Oh my god. It was, I mean, considering it's just an April Fool's Day joke, that thing looked amazing. And I probably had to spend about an hour convincing people in the shout box today that it was not real. And they'd counter, like, you know, God love Peanut. Peanut, I love you. This is nothing against you, but this is an example. I think uh, we're trying to argue the little, you know, look at the how legit it was. I think 20 minutes later he comes and he goes, oh, there's an IMDB thing for it. And I'm like, when was it posted? <laughs> today. I mean, all the all the links and stuff that they're going to give you, they're all fake. And you could pretty much tell by reading the end credits. Um, yeah. But for any of you guys who are Zelda fans, or just any Which type of fan, <laughs> I mean, I'm not that hardcore a Zelda fan, but I really found the trailer awesome. Um, go to IGN's website. Um, I'm sure if you just search Legend of Zelda trailer, hell, search, search it in YouTube or Google, and you're bound to find it. Um, it's an amazing little two-and-a-half-minute movie. That It's all you get. There's, I mean, unless they're you know holding out on us, it's it's amazing. Go watch it. <laughs> they yeah, cry. The, uh, it's never gonna come to life. <laughs> I'm gonna play the bad cop on this one and say 
I was praying it was an April Fool's joke, and it actually turned out to be, thank God, I hate Zelda. I hate everything past SNES. I'm so tired of people talking about it like it's the best thing ever. Because Ocarina of Time sucked, and I'm saying it again, and I'll constantly say that. <laughs> I, just don't have the t- I don't have the time or the patience to play RPGs and all those kind oh, of little it. games, so I've never really got into it past S- uh, oh. Super Nintendo. Yeah, there was another good one this morning. It got me uh, for about a good minute or so. I was like, what the hell is going on? Um, Chief-ass gamer, this other site I go on to for the forums where they, you can find really good video game deals. They had it up where their whole system was changing, and you had to you had to pay for membership now. If you stayed free, you could only post once a day, and it kept going up to like a hundred dollars. And this is when I finally realized it was a joke because I was at work, I was still tired, I forgot all about it already. And um, the hundred dollars finally, when it finally made me realize, it was like um, if you pay a hundred dollars a year, you can be a forum guide in one of the forums. And then it was like. And Cheapy D will take you on a tour of Tokyo. And I was like, oh, it's a joke. <laughs> but I really thought I was going to have to pay to use the site. <laughs> I was pissed. They had some good ones this year. I thought there was a lot better than the year prior. Yeah, oh, definitely. I mean, um, Blizzard, you know, very sarcastic. Um, they had two different, uh, they, a new class, which is basically Guitar Hero. So it's pretty, um, pretty obviously fake. But then they had this new game called Molten Core for the console. And it looked really legit until you scrolled down and realized it was, like, all tiny little, like, it was like Atari animation. And there's this little trailer, and you guys have to watch it if you have not already. It is so cheesy and so lame, but it'll give you the best of laughs. Um, (laughs) Yeah, just search Molten Core Blizzard. Um, You're you're bound to find it on Google, so. Yeah. Oh, another one. It was actually came out well before April first because it was a magazine. EGM had it in their April issue. Lego Halo <laughs> it was going to be a new game. It actually looked legit, and maybe one day it'll become legit. It actually looked like it would be cool, but it was definitely funny to see that Lego Halo. They did a really good job on putting that together. But um, enough for the April Fools. I hope all y'all had enough laughs and stuff, but uh, the Valve contest ended. Um, you wouldn't know that if you just heard the interview we did with Aaron, um, <laughs> which is Blue Wolf 72, who we did interview this episode. Um, because it's a really we great interview, by the way, guys. <laughs> yeah, we recorded it last week, <laughs> thinking that we were going to record the show the next day, but with everything that happened, we couldn't. So we actually talk about the contest during the interview, but now it's actually ended. And the winners have been announced. Um, do you want to read them off, uh, Clover? Um, I guess. <laughs> Since uh, I was official entry in the Valve contest. Um, and for those of you guys wondering, no, I didn't win. Um, but it's all right. You know, can't win them all. Um, all right. So, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going back to the page because <laughs> I totally don't want to, like, Miss numbers or letters or okay, I guess I was right. Don't worry, guys. Her page sucked anyway. Trust me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I happen to like my page. Thank you very much. <laughs> Riot Monster said it was awesome. But uh, all right, um, with first place um, and the winner of uh, a bunch of really awesome stuff, I'm incredibly jealous. Um, Vampire Kitten or Velvet Cupcake. I think she switched her name back to Vampire Kitten now. Um, got first place. Um, second place with a cute little portal themed 
MySpace, or not MySpace, sorry. <laughs> Pwned profile. Ugh. God. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Rock Wake Robin up. Hood. You know what? <laughs> no, um, Rockin' Rocket Robin Hood. If you guys haven't checked out his profile, um, he's kind of one of the one of the last entries. He submitted it one of the last days, um, and he worked really, really hard. I think he did a he did a really great job at pulling it off. Um, especially if you're any Portal fan, definitely love it. Um, and for those of you guys who are also Portal fans, Neil um, Neil got third place with his um, little end credits themed profile, um, which was awesome in my opinion. Uh, I, I, I love, love that profile. I wish we could have got still alive to autoplay, but he didn't want the really big uh, player on his profile. Yeah, I don't blame him. <laughs> it's too uh, bad he couldn't put it in the flash. Yeah, I mean, you know, congratulations to you guys. Um, there's a bunch of y'all that I really wish, um, you know, I could have seen place. So y'all want really quickly my honorable mention, um, the top <laughs> people that I can think of that I think also deserve some credit. Um uh, Short Hair Defender was probably one of the few people that I saw try to tackle Counter-Strike Source in entirety. Um, X Chromosome X, uh, both versions she did before her profile finally crashed. I think she exceeded her bandwidth. <laughs> um, in Enraged, he was also a last-minute entry. Um, he did an amazing job. I, I actually expected to see him in the top three, so Enraged, if you're listening, you're one of my favorites out there. Um... Archie Corkenkind, Team Fortress 2 Fanatic. I mean, there was a bunch of really amazing ones that I could just go down in this list on and on. Um, you know, congratulations to all you guys who won. Um, and, you know, fun and games to the rest of you guys. There's going to be more contests soon. Um, you know, just keep keep looking for the site. We'll be announcing it all over the place whenever we get a new contest. So, Oh, yeah, and Peanut. Peanut, I love your site. <laughs> Kill me if I left him out. Yeah, he definitely will. <laughs> but um, not just the Valve contest. There's something else you will hear in the interview that I complained to Neil about. I'm not Neil, sorry. Um, Aaron about, uh, which was getting an RSS feed for an article as well. A couple days later, it was up and running. So <laughs> the delay kind of screwed that up with what you're going to hear. It's already up in there. Um Check it out. Go to the article section. It has the RSS feed, so you can put it right into your bookmark toolbar in Firefox. I don't know where it goes in IE because IE sucks. Um, but in Firefox, I have it up. And now I've got it right next to Joystick and Kotaku. I mean, I view all three, try to find all the stuff that interests me. You should do the same. It's definitely and There's going to be another RSS feed coming. I can't say for what yet. Um, Andy told me about it. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but it'll be coming soon for another uh, section of the site. So be on the lookout for that. That's going to be awesome. So yeah, definitely got some new features coming y'all's way. Um, so you know, April definitely the month. I think we're really trying to hit 10,000 members. Uh, to my knowledge, we are just under or just now over 7,000 members on phone.com. So, you know, applaud everybody. Hooray. It's, uh, I think, Thursday. Thursday will be our five-month anniversary. Four-month? Hold on. January, three months. April. Four months. Four months of phone.com. <laughs> I count on my fingers. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could hear you counting. <laughs> this is what um a college student is like, just so you guys know. Oh, no, this is what a college student who hasn't slept in a few days. 
an art, an art student, I should add at that. I'm not taking any science or math right now, so my brain is just kind of... But. Oh All right, no, you're uh, one of those. <laughs> Alright, well I guess we're going to go back into the future, or the past rather, should I say, to the um, article that we recorded last week with Aaron. Um, once again, you know, we're bringing this to your attention. Normally we do record them at two different times, but it's not so blatantly obvious that something went wrong until this week. <laughs> Yeah, definitely was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so bear with us. Um, it's a good inter. It's it's good. You know, I had, I had fun talking with Aaron. Um, definitely get some, you know, really some more insights and a bunch of things you guys may have been wondering about contest and stuff. And he gives a few hints about some things to come. So you know. Definitely a great interview, and um, we'll be back right after the interview with the second half of our show. Everybody, um, today we've got a special interview. Uh, Aaron, aka Blue Wolf Seventy Two, is here with us. Um, what Aaron, up, what up? How's it going? Hey, man, what's okay. going on? Just chilling. So, why don't you do a quick introduction about who you are on Pwn.com? Um, my title, my title has changed. I'm now the director of media. I was the director of public relations, but. Um, I was told my title has been changed because I'm doing a lot, a lot, a lot, and a lot. So, with that, I get a new title, awesome. and hopefully, hopefully, a new raise. We'll find out soon. <laughs> what What is it like? But, a uh, thousand points a day now. <laughs> well, uh, my points are at two million and something. So, yeah, he maxed Andy maxed me out on the points. But no, um, I started. Um, I've been in gaming and uh, doing public relations for gaming for the last, I'd say, ten years. Um, I've been part of a couple other websites and uh, s separated myself from them and just kind of been taking it easy and it just happened to find Andy and happy to, Andy found uh, happened to found me and we just been a it's been a blast ever since we started with Pwned and but um, I used to uh, be part of moddb.com it was a site for mods and independent gaming before that I was mostly into like um, podcasts and Online radio stations, um, Half-Life Radio, I was like, one of the creators of that, um, part of Game Surge Radio, uh, EGLN Radio, and then I created my own radio station. I've kind of closed that down, but um, I've been all over the place. I've released, I would say, about six mods um, for Half-Life 2, Half-Life 1, uh, Quake. So uh, I'm just, I self-taught myself how to make uh, models, weapons, and characters, so... I'm kind of like a jack of all trades kind of guy, but uh, other than that, I'm you know I'm the one that I'm behind. The, I'm, I do everything behind the scenes on Pwn and make sure all the contests are up and make sure Pwn, people are getting points and people are having fun. Well, how do you have, with all that? How do you find time to eat or even work? <laughs> um, I'm eating right now. You guys don't know about it. I'm eating a big juicy steak and I'm eating um, some noodles, and then after that, I'm gonna have some turtle brownies. Nice. <laughs> So, first question is basically, uh, how did you find out about Pwn.com? How did you come across it? 
um, a friend of a well, I, honestly, I think it was a friend who just happened to see the site a long time ago in the beta, the early beta stages when it was just a apparently it was just like a a page. Um, he said that uh, this is going to be the next happening website, and I sent a message to Andy, asked him if he wanted any help, and he said yes. Cool. Sounds awesome. Well, uh, I guess I want to, you know, touch back. You you mentioned that you've done mods, and I know um, a lot of people on Pwn.com um, play a lot of Half-Life mods. I myself play some Quake mods. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about some of the ones that you've made, the names, or just a little bit of information? Oh, no. Sure, sure, sure. Um, what, the first mod that I made was called Water Wars. It was all about super soakers, and uh, the whole concept was shooting water. And it was kind of boring because the Half-Life code is kind of hard to shoot water with, so we changed it up a little bit and added particles. And, and you you would see an XPS 2000. Um, I mean, I actually made super soakers, and, and it, I did um, uh, what's called polygonal uh, modeling, so the the models actually looked bright. But they were more hollow, and so there were less. Uh, it was just it was it was easier to put them in the game. It was just the code wise. So we only got to like um, beta five. I released it. Um, there was a, it was a couple bugs, but people still had fun because you know a lot of my fan base for the mod was was older older guys. I mean, I had like literally like one day I had fifteen emails with, man, I used to have this water gun when I was a little boy. Me and my son played your mod, and it was great. You know, so even though it was just a beta people still had fun with it um other than that i think the biggest mod that i ever worked on was insurgency so i was part of that team and uh last man standing for quake we actually won the igf mod of the year award at gdc two years ago so i got to go on stage and it, you know I, I watched the video every once in a while because it was kind of funny <laughs> nice nice that's oh. awesome um, you said you've been doing this for 10 years. What first got you started in doing more than just the actual gaming aspect? Um, it was, um, I guess I was in the military and I was just getting out and, um, I happened to go to a, like a, a, a cafe that had Team Fortress on like four computers and to the, like when you walked in over to the right, there was like four computers and there was like a... 15 people just standing there watching this person play Team Fortress, and I was like, what is this? I mean, I mean, I, I like, I had no idea that, you know, you could shoot a bazooka and jump on top of a building and, you know, conk jump, and I was like, what is this? You know, I just got in so excited, so I started going there every day to play, and then I started doing research on how to do tricks and stuff, and I always found that the websites were ugly yet informative, and I'm like, you know, I want to get into making websites, and so I just it went from that to start making models, and I just, I guess, I guess when I get into something, I, I go full, full, I go full force. Nice, it's definitely sweet. You said you were in the military. What branch? Air Force. Awesome. I was Air Force too. Where were you stationed? Uh, McDill. Okay. Never got a chance to go there. I was stationed in uh, San Antonio, Brooks Air Force Base. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, you said you also did some podcasts before. How did you first get into the whole internet, like radio or podcasting ordeal? Um, a friend of mine started doing his own podcast thing, and it, we turned into, let's, you know, we were playing Half-Life, and so it turned into the Half-Life podcast. But it ended up being um, we would record it and do the podcast, but we we would do the live, the show live so other people could tune in. 
So it just began, became the Half-Life radio show, and um, there was like seven of us on the show. It was kind of, at first, it was kind of like, you know, interrupting each other, but we, then we formed like a flow, and uh, it was kind of fun because at, in the, at one point of the show, I would call in to another guy on the show, and I'd act like I was Doug from um, from Valve, and that I was in the bunker working on Half-Life 2. And I'd have a Coke or a water bottle next to me, and I'd start gurgling. And I'm like, and I'm drinking my Mountain Dew because you know Doug Lombardi loves um, Mountain Dew, he, and he's one of the he's like he's the head public relations for Valve. And um, I got to finally meet him at GDC two years ago. So he he we finally got to meet each other, and he always gives me a hard time about how I was how I, I would act like him as a character. So it kind of formed a relationship and. Anywhere I've gone, you know, any kind of website that I've been part of, um, he's always he's always been there. Be like, hey, you know, you guys, here's some more stuff to give away, and it just happened. He they happened to see uh, meet him, see the website pwn.com, and awesome. You know, they sent us a whole bunch of stuff. He sent me more stuff this time around than any other time. Damn. So, uh, so I guess is that how you kind of came up with the the idea for the valve contest? Uh, I know you were behind that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess, you know, on the idea of, of contests and, and blogs and stuff, um, I know you do a bunch of art of Nauticals. Um, whose idea was Nauticals exactly? Hmm. It was, um, I guess, me. Well, for us to get press passes to events, they've changed the rules a lot lately. Whereas before, you'd just be like, hey, I write for... Left, uh, left for Scooby Doo, and they'd give you a press pass. <laughs> you know. So lately, last year and this year, they've changed the parameters. You have to have an article um, and post news, but you have to have some kind of article up in the last twelve months. You have to have a business card, wow. and it can't it can't be you know you know you go to Walmart and you get the quick business card kit. It has to be like top of the line business card. Uh, you, your name has to be on the staff page of a reputable website. You know nothing. You know, you know you've seen websites. There's ugly ones. Yeah. There's okay ones, and then there's you know. So, um, and then m m the main thing is you, you have to you have to fax in all this information and a picture of your photo ID. And so you know a 12 year old saying oh, I'm a journalist. It's going to be kind of hard for him to produce all that stuff so they're making it a little difficult and so one thing that Pone didn't have was a place for staff to to write their thoughts their blog you know like a place to post news about gaming that's going on on the daily basis I mean yeah there's one up and there's not you know there's Kohaku and there's Destructoid and yeah. I mean I know but like they have their own theme they have their own style and um, so I wanted to create a, create a style for Pwn, and so I said, Andy, we need a place where we can post news, you know, where I and whoever wants to write for the website. And he came up with uh, um, the word narticles. I was going to call it news. I was going to call it newsicles, <laughs> but everybody like said it sounds better. You know, everybody it's, says it, it just sounds like gnarly. You just you have to love it. Well, yeah, I liked it too, but I wanted, you know, musicals. I thought it was a little more catchier name, but he said, no, it sounds like an ice cream cone, so I lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. And like I told you before we we started the interview, 
I definitely think an RSS feed, I'm sure a lot of people on Poem would love to see that, where they don't have to just go to the article section. They can just be at any site, check up on it, and there's news, and they can come back to the exact post they would like to see. Yeah, I uh, I, I sent that uh, request to the boss man, and so let's put we we, we need to create a a betting pool and how long it takes. Yeah, well, we have to see when the intervention's going to be for Call of Duty Four, and then yeah, he'll get say, done. When's, when's like the next patch where it's going to take him an hour to download or whatever? On I don't know how the three sixties work. It takes like thirty seconds. <laughs> oh, that's lame. PC takes <laughs> Yeah, we got to get him off that game. <laughs> we do. Well, when, when, we when you have trip, well, you know. when you have a game you can finally win at, you don't want to give it up. Oh, that's not right, man. <laughs> You're gonna hear about well, that. We'll never one. get him back then. <laughs> we'll never get him back. Oh. Andy, come back. <laughs> yeah, he definitely still searches me out every time I'm on there with him. <laughs> Even if I'm on his team, he'll knife me in the back. <laughs> but um, so uh, what's one thing? Aaron, that you don't think that Pwn members know about you? Like, one thing that a lot of people don't know about you, period. I have no idea. I mean, no really... <laughs> I, I have no idea about that one. I mean, I get a lot of private messages with, um, you know, where's my points? Where's my shirts? You know? <laughs> and so, they think that I have all the information, and Andy has the shirts, so for all I was listening, he has them. I do not. <laughs> You have no special talents or anything like that. Um, safe for work. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've never. I don't think of it that way. I mean, like what, like what people. I don't know. If you have a question, hit me up with a private message. True. Now you did. Um, I know when you first came to this site, you were, you started out as the radio, the Pwn radio. You were playing the music for all the people in the shout box and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, how long have you been doing the radio aspect? I know we talked about podcasts, but what about radio? Because I'm I've worked at many uh, internet radio stations, so I was wondering how long how long you've been doing it? About five years. All right. But I I closed down the radio um, server because it was crashing. Yeah. So I kind of give up on the whole idea. I mean, there, there's no reason to have a radio and a podcast at the same time. So. Yeah, radio You're, also, the you, money, once the site, because it gets legit, the site's legit, I know it costs a lot of money to get the actual licensing for the songs. I already have a license to play songs for uh, the rest of the year, and it's only 40 bucks. A month, really? So, yeah, I have a, I, but I'm not sure if I'm going to, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about canceling it all because the server keeps crashing, and I'd have to upgrade the server, so it's really not worth the money to, for the money for me to spend. Trust me, I know, I've been there, I started at one for... Korean music forum and I couldn't handle it anymore because nobody else wanted to help out that started it with me and once the money gets too too much it's freaking tough <laughs> but, um, well I know, I know Andy already closed the uh, the crisis server com server because nobody was using it so <laughs> how many people can actually play it though <laughs> um, like, I know maybe enough to count on one hand off the top of my head <laughs> No, not many. I mean, the Team Fortress 2 and the Counter-Strike servers are finally getting used, and that's great. Definitely. Well, the vent, and the vent was starting to get used, but it's it's died out, too. I mean, we're just... Pwn is, Pwn is in one of, the, is one of those websites right now where it's just going to fluctuate one day to the next. Yeah. I mean, we want everybody to have fun and enjoy the website, but, you know... Yeah, now, Aaron, you were at GDC, weren't you? Yeah, uh-huh. So, me, um, me and Mark and um, 
a certain person. Yeah, that we I won't. Will not we date. won't go there. Trust we me. We we <laughs> many times have just said, "Hey, this is this person." We're not saying names, but um, <laughs> what were your thoughts of the event and being there representing Pwn.com? It's expensive just to go there for three days, let alone live there. I mean, um, I literally we got we land. I landed, got to the hotel, changed clothes, went to the event. And just you know, from the hotel to the air, from the airport to the hotel, I was already at fifty-five dollars. Holy shit! The cabs, <laughs> going back and forth, it's crazy. Uh, but overall, I had fun. I got to meet a lot of people that were at the previous GDC, and then I met some new people. Um, so, yeah, because you know, last the years before, I was representing my own company going to GDC and since I've kind of switched gears and I'm joining forces with Andy for this, I kind of had to, I mean, they knew me, but they had, didn't, they didn't know, like I had to explain who I'm representing and the whole concept of the website. And mm-hmm. well, I guess, you know, you talked about the GDC. Are there any other um, events you plan on attending this year? Uh, QuakeCon possibly, nudge, nudge, cough the hem. <laughs> um, I'm, we may, I, I may personally go to QuakeCon, but I don't know if we're going to get a booth. It just depends on the price. Because, like, right now, um, Comic-Con, for example, is $10,000, and there's a 400-person waiting list just to get on. There's that that we wanted to go to. Um, PAX, we are in talks with uh, PAX right now to get a booth, but since PAX is down to, like, their last... I think 30 or 40 booths. They want to give it to game developers first, so they're telling me no for a booth. Makes sense. But, but you know, you know, but since I'm I'm proposing that you know we would create a a PAX profile and promote PAX on our website, and I explain to them what, you know our numbers and how many hits that we're getting, they're kind of listening a little bit, and then a little bit. But on personal note, I already like I, I've already got my press pass set up to go to PAX. I just don't know if we're going to get a booth. Nice. So, so the next, excuse me, sorry, the steak isn't giving me the burps, but uh, yeah. But uh, the next, the next step that we're working on is E for All. Um, they we've had one conference call with the VP and the manager of marketing and. We explained to them the concept of Pwn, what we're all about. They've been to the site. They've seen the ECA profile. They've seen the Rockstar profile. Um, we've we, we've pretty much – I think we've got, got them to the point where they're going to um, not give us a free booth, but what they're going to possibly do is give us a discounted booth so that we don't have to pay you know the twelve to $15,000 that, that it costs to go to an event like that. Yeah. And um, – We'll have the, so you're gonna so if everything works out you're gonna see the an e for all uh, profile page customized. You may even see it on um, the you know like on MySpace how they they around the edges of the website they have like a customized banner yeah. around the edges and top. We may even do something like that. Um, I'm, we're throwing the idea of um, you know sign up for e for all at at our site and get a like a like a reference code and then if you sign up through us you get a thousand points you know it so there's a lot of things that we're working on but so far you know out of the three events what looks really solid is the e for all and uh possibly getting a booth so 
if that works out. And then the Video Games Expo in Philadelphia, um, the, the owner of that event is related to a member of the ECA, and since we're um, being sponsored by the ECA, we may be getting a booth at that event at no cost. So, because you have to understand these events, you know, they're not the airfare, the hotel, and then the booth space. And just so you guys, a lot of people don't understand this, you have to rent the booth space, then you have to rent the carpet, <laughs> then the tables, then the drapes, oh, then, no. you know, a- a- anything that goes inside the little booth, you have to rent it. And then on top of that, like in California and New York, you have to pay the union for them to put it in for you because you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's always about unions, isn't it? <laughs> but um, well, you know what? I know I I'm definitely. Somebody in the shout box made a good a point one day. We should just have a giant car wash, you know. <laughs> and that, you know, just get a couple, you know, really hot gamer guys and some speedos. Yeah. Set down some cars. We'll make the money in no time. Sure, I'll be there. I'm. And since I've been getting a lot of emails and private messages, where's the daily blog contest? Um, just want to give you a quick answer to that, because for all those people that might be listening to this, um, there's only like ten of you that were playing, and and if you didn't and if you didn't win, you would go to the shout box and complain. So I think I'm just going to stick with the big contests that we're going to do each month, like the Valve one that ends on Friday. No, next month. I have to come up with like a big contest idea. I'll, it'll be 30 days long, and there'll be some big prizes involved. And, you know, that way more and more people will start playing. Because if you go to the Valve contest, if I my math is correct, it looks like we had over uh, I'd say about 75 people reply that they're gonna they wanted to enter. So I, I this weekend I'm gonna have to go through every single one of these piece of, people's names and click on their names and see what their profiles look like to see if they're even worthy to be in the top ten and then from the top ten we'll pick the top three. Nice. Yeah, well, I mean, I can go ahead and save you some time. I think half the people that posted, pretty pretty much anybody that that posted on that page and didn't post a blog didn't change their profile because as you guys know. I totally changed my profile, and Neil and I were incredibly paranoid. I think we really wanted, we really want to win, and we we basically just, just lurked the shoutbox and that profile <laughs> whenever you guys posted. <laughs> well, whoever whoever gets first place is gonna make out like a bandit. So, <laughs> and good luck to everybody. You know, not only do not only do they get T-shirts, they're gonna get some clap. I'm like, I mean, I'm, I'm part of me doesn't even want to give these posters away because you know. They're not even sold anymore, and they're like four years old of Counter-Strike and Counter-Strike Source posters. Yeah, I, trust me, I'm not the Valve person to talk. Clover will talk to your head off about that. I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm a console gamer, Japanese RPGs, I'll stick to that. <laughs> and then I have the... Hello? The, I have the head crab hat, and then I have, um, um... God, what else do I've got? I've got the have um, I've got the head crab hat and um, another head crab that just like you could ta- like it had the arms are bendable, so you could attach it to like a wall or a, a, like a like I have it on my bookshelf. They don't even sell these on the website anymore. So you I mean you're getting like stuff that's not even sold anymore? Man, I wish I was good enough to enter a contest like that. Because then I'd freaking like sell it to Clover. 
I mean, how, this contest was really easy to do. All you had to do was just add some pictures and change some colors. I mean, we made it pretty simple. Well, no, but it's not, you know, it's, it's not how simple the contest was. It's, you know, how far do you have to go to make sure yours is better than everyone else's? I think this is what's, that's what's driven a couple of people crazy. Yeah, once um, I saw I Neil's page, I was like, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> like, yeah, Neil, Neil worked really hard. He actually learned Flash for his profile. That was um, crazy. So we'll see how he does. I'm hoping he does. I, really I, well. I I I feel bad for Neil because if if he's staff, he can't win. Oh snap! Yeah, but is a shoutbox admin staff? <laughs> yeah, I would say so, wouldn't you? You're helping the site. You're working for it, right? As far as I like, I asked. I actually asked Andy and Jamie this, and as far as I can tell, if we're not getting paid for our services, then we can still win. Oh, okay. Because I'm not getting points. I don't think Nitro. No, I, I just points. wanted. I just wanted Neil to listen to this and get all scared oh, for a yeah. second. That's why I said oh, that. Oh, dude, you know oh. he just totally crapped himself. <laughs> yeah. But when he listens to this, he'll be like, "I'm not gonna win." Because he's like our biggest listener too. He gets this thing the minute it comes out. He'll download this and listen. Because he was all excited we mentioned him last week. Episode, yeah. like, he listened to it at least ten times for sure. <laughs> yeah, because he was all happy he heard his name. <laughs> But um, all right, I guess you know on the topic of video games. Um, as you know, every week we do, um, you know, five most anticipated games, our top five. Um, do you want to share with us your top five for 2008? Mm, I don't have a, like my top five for 2008. I mean, I'm low. I'm. I mean, my top five, I guess, would be Half Life One and Half Life Two, of course. Portal. Um, uh, Paperboy. I like to. I like to play old school games like Paperboy. Um, but say what else? Uh, Max Payne, the first one, was a very good class. I like that one a lot. I like the the whole concept of that. Um, since I have a, um, a Steam account that's um, through, like, it's called the Media Steam account, so I get all my games for free. So as of lately, I've been playing um, a lot of Steam games. Just checking them out, and one game that I've been really in, like in depth with this last couple of weeks is uh, Indigo Prophecy. Uh, yeah, I have that for my ex for the three. Well, backwards compatible to the <clears> three sixty, but I haven't gotten a chance to play it yet. I got it off Guzex.com. And then, um, of course, you can't go wrong with Bioshock. I got that oh, for free. I hate so Bioshock, but I had it for free, so I have to like it. You know, <laughs> I thought it was one of the worst games I've played. Well, I shouldn't say worst. It's just the gameplay itself I didn't like. And then, um, of course, um, again, because I got it, I had just I thanks Valve, but I got it for free. It was Qu I got to play Quake again because it's on Steam. Nice. So I got to play some old school, and then. Um, I've been trying to download uh, Grand Theft Auto City, um, uh, Vice City, off Steam, but it, my internet doesn't like the fact that I'm trying to download this game, so it's been it's taken forever. <laughs> I, um, I know you've pushed Audio Surf a lot. How much do you play Audio Surf still? I, um, I, every once in a blue moon, whenever I like, I I have uh, like a big selection of music. So if, if if I'm going through my music, I'll just I wonder what this song would look like on the. On the chart of audio of audio city, because it makes the music pop up yeah. in different colors. Yeah, I play it a so, lot. Any favorite songs for that game yet, so far? Or anything? I do mostly a lot of um, bass music because the it, it's so crazy and the music is all over the place. And so, um, like I was been I, like yesterday, I played some old school Miami 
you know, DJ Mike. Uh, I, don't know yeah. if I, don't know if I know who DJ Mike is. So if you load one of his songs into the game, it it is it is crazy because it spikes. So it was pretty cool to see it on the chart. Yeah, I actually, um, when I first moved from the beginner rank to pro, I made the mistake of putting on uh, Darude's Sandstorm. Oh <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Like, it was going so fast. I was like, stop, 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 slow down. It was horrible. But it would, like, slow down because you know that song has, like, spots where it's like nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden it just, like, picks up. And I was like, it was just not the song to choose when you switch any type of level. But that game is definitely fun. I love <laughs> Audio Surf. My only issue is some songs that I thought would look better on there don't. Like a lot of the hip hop songs I listen to, I figured the bass and they just don't seem to come out right sometimes, and it's kind of boring. To, but any rock or techno house stuff always seems to work the best on that game. Oh, dude, I can't wait to finally get a. I haven't had time to, you know, go into Steam and pay for it. Let alone because anytime uh, my friends catch me playing something not Counter Strike Source, I get bitched at. But uh, I'm definitely looking forward to get some drum and bass and some of my. Uh, I've got some happy hardcore that I just magically found on my computer the other day, and I really want to try it out. <laughs> I think it would look crazy. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, Aaron, we definitely want to thank you for coming on. No, no problem. Um, we'll definitely have to have you on again. I mean, I know I'd like to have actually uh, more than just you on at a time or just Andy on. I want to get like a multi more people on at once. Um, yeah, yeah, and I know. And for all those for all those people that are going to be tuning into this, if you if you you know want to send in a crazy contest idea for us to hold, and you know be more than happy, give me a private message, and if I pick your idea like I have done in the past, you know Clover can give you can be witness. <laughs> I took one of her ideas, you know, and if I like your idea going forward, um, I'll give you some points for your idea. So. Just want to give the put that out there that if you've got a great a great idea like, you know like Clover just came up with another idea um, um, just before we started the show, and then of course I was telling them my idea for next month's contest, but I'll keep it a secret because I'm not sure which which direction I'm going to go. But <laughs> like I said, if you guys have you guys are tuning in, if you have a contest idea, and you want to see us do a contest, um, just shoot me a message and we'll 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 try and put it together because you know the site is for you, so we want to make you guys happy and. I know the shout box can kind of get um, annoying and, and, and boring after a while, but uh, there are forums. You can use the blogs. You know, believe it or not, you know we try not to be um, blog police. We kind of let you guys post whatever you want, and without any uh, repercussion. Um, so there's for all those people that are whining to me about you know the blogs. I'm sorry. You're just gonna have to you know suck it up and. Take a break, you know, go outside, get some fresh air, hug a tree, you know, feel the nature. If, but, it, uh, if you can, because I know it's hard to step away from Pwn.com for more than like five minutes. <laughs> well, for me, since, you know, I had to go back to, since I went back to work, because I had two weeks off. So for those first two weeks, I was just like, wake up, pwned, lunch, pwned, dinner, pwned, grocery store, <laughs> Home. I know how it is. If I take a day so, off during the week, I get up and I'm like, I'm gonna do this today. And it's then next thing I know, it's like five in the evening, and I'm like, shit, I'm still in the shout box. <laughs> I was supposed to go back to the zoo at three o'clock this afternoon, and I look at my clock and it says six. It says six thirty, and I was like, what? <laughs> so 
So, yeah, I can totally relate. I, I'd probably sit here about 9 or 10 hours a day just lurking. So, you know, guys, just because I'm not posting the shoutbox or some other people aren't posting the shoutbox doesn't mean not they're watching you. <laughs> you know, big brother, we're always watching you. <laughs> That's the truth, but, um... All right, Aaron, yeah. once again, we thank you and, um... Hope to have you on again in the future. All righty. And, um... We'll be back after this short break. That was a great interview with Aaron. Um, definitely, definitely um, saw more of what happens behind the scenes of Pwn.com with him. Um, oh, yeah. I mean I, I mean, I always knew that he was helping out and doing contests, but I didn't know he had done all that in his uh, work prior to Pwn and stuff like that. It was cool to actually see what um, he's done before and what he's doing now. Well, but, I guess, uh, uh, hmm? um, <laughs> you want to lead us into uh yeah um the second half of the show got a few discussions um uh we're gonna be talking about the uh soft core games that Nintendo's been allowing on their um d s and Wii platforms as well as I'm gonna go more in depth this week of Army of two and what became of the game I had have. <laughs> guess I just gave that away. Um, Rainbow Six Vegas 2 also, I've been playing since then. And Hot Shots Golf Out of Bounds. Um, we're going to be discussing that. And as always, our top five most anticipated games. I have one very slight change, and that's about it on I, that one. But I have a pretty big change on my list. It's it's almost unrecognizable. So Wow. <laughs> nice. I can't wait to... Uh... <laughs> oh, well, some, you know, some good announcements came out, but we'll get to that later. So. Yeah, alright. Well... On to the topic of um, Nintendo's uh, choice of allowing certain games to be on their uh, platforms that have surprised me. Um, last year, a game came out called Doki Doki Majo Shinpan, which is like Thump Thump Witch. I think it's Touch. Could be wrong on the last one, but... <laughs> <I think long laughs> it's <to> mine. <laughs> this game... 
I don't know if everybody remembers the original slogan for the DS where it was like, um, touching is good or something like that. Something really perverted. Or it's good to touch. It's good to touch. Where I said from the beginning, I was like, this sounds like it's being marketed to the wrong people. (laughs) But, um, this game proves why that slogan fits perfectly. Doki Doki Matsu Shinpan is a game where you play a high school, high school male, um, who's visited by an angel who is trying to locate witches. And it's your typical almost dating sim, kind of, except you're going around, you're searching classrooms, you're searching other areas for clues. Um, you still have to make choices. The only thing about this game, you can't really make a wrong choice. Um, then once you f- get enough clues to find the witch... You basically battle them first, and they're shooting projectiles at you, and you have to swipe across the DS and break the projectile, or sometimes it'll send it back to them, while at the same time, the angel has a projectile attack you can send at the same time. It gets a little harder as the game goes on, but they're usually pretty easy fights, but after the fight is the reason why this game is softcore <laughs> and a shock to be on a Nintendo platform. Like the game actually has you touching these girls and women cuz they vary in age. It's Japan. Um you're touching these girls and you're rubbing them, you're kissing them, you're like winking at them, you're showing them the clues you have. Um <laughs> and you're doing all this with a DS, and if you get the right spots, they actually, um, the screen will change, and it'll be a different picture, and they look flustered. And as it goes on, it, they keep getting more flustered, more flustered, and finally, the witch mark appears. Now, if you miss the spots as you go into the back, it'll keep going back screens, so you gotta keep doing it over again. Um, but this happens, there's like more than five or six characters. I think there's even more than that in the game. I'm only at the third uh, episode. Yes, I have the game and I'm playing it. <laughs> um, <Of course>. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually, and now there's um a sequel coming out this third quarter. Uh, looks to be a little more erotic than the first one. As, from what I've seen, I think the girls actually get down to their bras <laughs> this time around. And, uh, on the one, the one's like a gymnast. And let's just say her ribbon gets wrapped up in a certain way that it definitely accentuates her, uh, chest. <laughs> um, well, politely put. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to it'd be nice about this. <laughs> but, um... Oh, and the other thing while you're touching, you can scroll up and down so you can do their top half or bottom half as well. Um, but the new one looks interesting. It looks like the same main character. Um, I don't know. I'm enjoying the game, but I like the crazy Japanese uh, niche games like this. I think they're funny. Um, they're always interesting. They're always done decently. <laughs> I don't know if I can really call it, say done well without... Me coming off sounding like a complete perv, nice, which I probably already do. That's nice cell shading, you know. What more <laughs> can you say? <laughs> <laughs> but um, but if you thought that's bad, yeah, the Wii's getting an even worse game. 
Um, <laughs> I know I've shown you this page, right, Clover? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. The game's called Osoji Sentai Clean Kuri Kipa, <laughs> which is basically Cleaning Squadron Clean Keeper <laughs> in English. Um, it's for the Wii. And the game has players clean. I can't even say this without coming up like a perv for even wanting to talk about this. But I think it's great. Um, it's uh, a high school in heaven's been polluted by the filth devil. And when you win in-game battles, it gives you lewd reward CG. Um, basically, you take the Wii and you're scrubbing the filth off the girls with the Wiimotes. And um, the game actually comes out this month on the 24th. Um, don't have it pre-ordered yet. I don't even own a Wii yet, but it's got a limited edition coming out. And it will for this one. Yeah. It's Japanese only, I do believe. Yeah, it's what? definitely all these games are Japanese only. You have to import them. I know the Doki Doki game cost me $50 to import, and this game is going to cost 65 the Soji Sentai one. Plus the it's going to cost $65, yeah, to just to ship that. $90 for the limited edition, which I'll probably get, but you guys didn't hear that. <laughs> um, and then if you want to play it, you either need a Japanese Wii or you need a freeloader disc, which costs like $25. So, And the freeloader disc, basically, Nintendo puts out a patch. It could kill it, and you have to get the next upgrade. So just a heads up. And on that note, we will be auctioning G Nitro off constantly this summer so that he can be able to afford this and other products that he may want to purchase in the future. <laughs> yes. As well as some extra spending money for me because God knows I need it. <laughs> Wait, why? What? No. Then you have to auction yourself off. <laughs> I'm sure we can get more money for you than me. <laughs> but, um, oh. oh, yeah. And if anybody wants to see what this game is about, PM me, do whatever on Pwn.com, and I'll show you, but I'm not going to post it yet. I'm still talking to Andy about when I start writing articles if I'm allowed to post stuff like this. Technically, it's not adult, but it's sort of. So, and with Jamie, <laughs> she is a self-proclaimed feminazi, and she might freak out if I post something like this. Well, so. you know what, but Jamie can't say anything because of that, like, one day that she ran around with a little David penis mouse pad on her crotch area with the avatar. That was hilarious. Though. Oh my god, I loved it. But Jamie, until that wears away, you cannot yell at him for being a sexist pig. <laughs> I can't help it. I am. I'm wearing a shirt with a girl that has parental advisory stickers over her mouth and her boobs. Because <laughs> I'm just so sexist. I gotta deal with this every day. <laughs> <sighs> but I'm, it's funny, I'm not really that way. I'm like the most like nice guy. But I, I put myself out the there like I'm does. not. Does. So, Get off. Go outside. Hurry. Turn off this podcast. Yeah, was, no, don't turn off this uh, podcast right now. Keep listening. But, whoops, uh, what happened? I'm just kidding. I know you've been playing uh, Army of Two again. You finally picked it back up. Um, actually, I picked it back up and got rid of it. Um, really? Yeah. Um, Explain. Recently, uh, Chromosome XX came down uh, for a UGS event a few weeks back, and we decided to do. Um, Army of Two co-op and playing with another person was all right split screen and I finally got online and played it um, a couple days after it just 
it's not that great of a game. I, I mean, from the get-go, I was worried about spending $60 on a game I probably would have thought would be worth 30 And I should have listened to my gut feeling. That game is not worth even close to $60. Just, it's very limited. Like, and it doesn't feature a run feature like Gears of War does. So basically, no matter what, to get behind coverage, you're running at normal speed. And it really sucks. Um, I've heard a lot of people say the game is very, um, has a lot of hints at being very gay. Like, I guess, um, I was listening to the One Up podcast recently, and they were talking about the one guy said they used to have butt slapping in there as one of the things after you do a good fight. You you can go up to each other, hit the A button, and you guys will pound fists. Now, you pound fists, you'll play like, rock out like a guitar, but... They said in the original version before it got delayed that there was like a butt slap. <laughs> and it's pretty, it's definitely there, but it's really, I'm telling you guys, wait. Wait till it hits $30. I'm telling you by summer, it'll be down to 40 if not 30 I see it really falling off. Um, so I got rid of that game and another game came in. <laughs> which would be Rainbow Six Vegas 2. Freaking amazing. Um, played some of the first, the single player. It's not bad, but it's online where it really gets fun. Um, I've actually been playing with RoboThreat, a.k.a. Jeff, from uh, Pwn.com a lot, and Dropkick Dog. Um, I've been playing with both of them a lot on there. Terrorist Hunt is awesome. We play on Realistic. You throw 30 terrorists in there, and basically... you. Um, oh, I can't leave my girl out. Death Temptress has been playing with us too. Who I absolutely love playing with. She's got such a foul mouth on her, but with her voice and the way it comes out, like, it doesn't come out like where it's like, um, F you mother offensive. <laughs> it's not like, it doesn't sound offensive coming from her. It just sounds adorable. Like, it's so funny. But <laughs> anyway, fact that we we have all four of us on there. And you're going against 30 people. And it's unrealistic. It's like boom, boom, one, two shots, you're down. While you have to hit like four or five shots to kill somebody if you don't get a headshot. But um, never played Vegas 1, but playing Vegas 2, I love the game. Um, Is it worth $60? If you play online, it is. If you play offline, wait till it hits about 40 but definitely $60 for those who play on Xbox Live and have a lot of friends who have it also. The game is just a lot of fun. And co-op uh, story mode is awesome too. And I made myself in the game because you use your webcam. So uh, it didn't come out too badly. It didn't come out looking like a as hideous as I am probably in real life. With your chocolate cake. Yeah. Oh, God. That is still the funniest picture I've ever taken. <laughs> Or made, I should say. No, take, but, take um, it sounds a little bit more, you know. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, uh, the only other game I've been playing lately uh, is actually on my PS3. Actually playing a PS3 game here. Um, Hot Shots Golf Out of Bounds. I've uh, been playing the Japanese version on the PSP, Mina No Golf 2. So I figured I'd pick this up. Another game where I was weary of picking up for 60. But... I played that game for five days straight, and I finally realized I need to put it down and start going back on Xbox Live because I'm paying for that service. <laughs> but um, Hot Shots Golf Out of Bounds is fun as hell. It's your typical goofy, arcade style golf, but it's still challenging. Um, 
I've gone through uh, the first three, um, I guess you could call them rounds. You have a bunch of courses you do. I've gone through the first three um, on each set. Um, just a lot of fun. Online, they have 50-player uh, tournaments. And in case y'all are sitting there going, holy shit, that's going to take forever, you all play at the same time. You're not waiting for somebody else to finish. You all just go in. And as you finish, the whole that you start going back into the lobby and your ranking goes here and there. So you don't have to wait for somebody to finish their shot. Then you go. Everybody plays at once. It's not as boring then, as real golf. Exactly. <laughs> Definitely if you not. If don't find golf that boring, I do apologize. That includes a couple of my family members who probably are never going to listen to this. But... Exactly. It's probably a lot of my coworkers too. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely. If you're a PS3 owner, you're looking for more of a arcadey sports type title. Hot Shots Golf Out of Bounds will not disappoint. I thought it was worth the sixty dollars. Many won't. So just like before, check it out around forty, forty-five. Um, and if you're on the fence, wait, wait a while, and it'll, it'll probably drop um, to thirty by the end. I'd say 30 by the end of the year. I'd say it'd be 40 by the summer, or by the end of the summer. So, but check it out now if you're into that type of stuff. I absolutely love the game, and I'd be playing it if my TV wasn't freaking busted. <laughs> but um, other than that, uh, before we go into our top five most anticipated games, I know I'm like long-winded tonight. <laughs> um, Actually, April 19th. Top- what? Oh no, I was gonna say. I mean. Don't, don't feel bad. One of my top five I'm probably going to talk about for like two, five, ten minutes. So That's fine. Um, but to everybody listening, April 19th, if you live in the D.C. area, Maryland, D.C., Virginia, even if you can come down from Pennsylvania or anywhere else nearby, um, I'm going to be at the Hot Import Nights at the Dulles Expo. Um, X. X or X chromosome, XX, I always mess up the X's, I swear, um, will be with me as well. We are going to be promoting uh, Pwn.com. And uh, we're going to be there for UGS also. Underground Gaming Series is doing a Halo 3 free-for-all. And what's that? It's, 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 you know, it's going to be amazing. Um, if I live in the area, um, I'd definitely go. Cars, babes, video games. I mean, seriously, guys, what what more can you ask for? <laughs> I know uh, I know that's why you want to go, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. All those Asian import models. Woo! Oh, I'm going to be all over it. I can't wait. I'm going to have to focus just to keep promoting Pwn. Um, no, but um, if you're in the area, go out there. We're going to be doing sign-ups, so I know a lot of you probably already signed up. Um, doing sign-ups for Pwn.com. We're going to have t-shirts, uh, raffle for those who sign up. Um, so if you're listening and you've never been to the site, come to there. You'll have a chance to win one of five shirts. And also in the Halo 3 tournament, top eight or so we'll get the um we'll get a shirt as well in their prize package from uh underground gaming series which is held by 
uh, Jay Chance and Neo Ricania of Pwn.com themselves. So definitely got to come out. You'll meet more than just me and uh, Chromosome XX. There's going to be a few of us out there. So come check that out. And I guess it's time for our top five most anticipated games. Ew. Start us off. All right. We'll skip Duke Nukem. We know what it is. Yeah, you guys know every week our top five in protest to get done is um, Duke Nukem Forever. Game seriously, seriously needs to come out. And I have faith that it will. If not, if not soon, then sooner. But it will be out. I promise you that. Um, so yeah, I guess my top four, which is what I really, or I guess my number two, you know, whichever way you want to look at it, I've been really excited about it, um, is Spore. I'm sure a lot of you guys, especially avid PC gamers, um, have really, really, really probably been looking forward to this, um, or maybe you've just, uh, uh, hold on a second, <laughs> gotta fix my mic, there we go. <laughs> you know what? I hate this mic. I love it. Unless I look to my boyfriend and smile um, <laughs> for letting me borrow it. But it's just at times it messes up. Um, but yeah, I guess, you know, back to Spore. Um, for those of you guys who don't know, it's the newest creation by Maxis. They're um, the creators of The Sims and all those tech games. Well, Spore is basically an epic journey that takes you from the origin of evolution to the development of civilization. Civilization and technology, and eventually all the way into the deepest reaches of outer space. And if you think that that was well written, it was because I'm reading this off the Spore site to make sure I don't mess up any information. <laughs> wow. Um, but no, basically you start out, you know, as a little amoeba, a little you know single cell life form, and you're swimming around, you know, constantly gathering things up, evolving, um, and then you you know you mate and you reach a phase and you you evolve and. The, the amazing thing about this is you get to pick how you evolve. Um, a little creature creator comes up, you know, you can choose to give yourself a pincher or a claw, and the way that you choose yourself to evolve is going to affect how you react in the world around you. And, you know, you, so you go around and you've given yourself a weapon now, and you can swim around and defeat off predators and keep growing and evolving and eventually you become a land animal just the creature phase, which get, unlocks a lot more options for um, creating this. And this is one thing that's really made me interested in Spore. Um, for those of you guys who have maybe seen the Robin Williams video of him playing around with Spore, this is exactly what I'm talking about. It's a creature editor that lets you create your own creature, the way he walks, the way he looks, you know, his mouth, his weapon, his tail, his fins, whatever the heck you want to give him, his color, his textures. I mean... Maxis has really gone, I mean, all the way to giving the users full control. And after you make these creatures, you know, you run around, you, you know, eat things, you evolve, and eventually, you know, you find a mate. And and when, of course, you know, you mate, you know, it starts evolving into phases, not necessarily the creature, but in society. Um, you create tribal phases to civilizations, you know, your little planet. And eventually, you know, after you've made your your little place of, you know, uh, whatever you guys want to start calling it, because there's different, I know there's different types of things you can get into, you can space travel and go to different planets and, you know, conquer other planets or make other planets livable. And it's just giant, giant, like almost multiplayer online, like an MMO, I kind of want to say, 
but it's like nothing out there before. It's just like a combination of all these different kinds of games. Um, um, it's just amazing. I, I really can't describe half of the stuff without sitting here for another hour, but for those of you guys who are interested, um, Spore.com is their website, or just YouTube. Go on YouTube and type in Spore, and you are bound to find a bunch of videos. They've been releasing a whole bunch more updates recently, um, and for those of you guys who don't have a PC, um, a down version will be released on the DS, available for Wi-Fi, and there's rumor, I still can't find it confirmed anywhere, um, on a reliable source, but that it's also going to be out for the Wii as well. And it may eventually come out for other consoles. Um, but for, su for sure, it's just on the PC. Um, I'm definitely going to get into this game. I know I've talked to a couple other people in the shout box, and they're definitely looking into it. Um, it is set to come out September of this year. Um, so definitely look for it. I know there's some a bunch of games coming in ar out around that time, so it's it's gonna be, you know, a little tough to see if Spore makes it, but that's that's my number four. So, <laughs> Nitro. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um. Two. Not my not my style of game. I'm definitely skipping that one. <laughs> you know, I was the person that sat at home all day typing Rosebud into The Sims. So yeah. I'm definitely really excited. <laughs> that's <laughs> the type of game where I'm gonna be like sleeping while somebody else is playing it. <laughs> well, I think the thing that's amazing about Spore is that other users have will have their creatures running around and stuff. And they might not even be controlling it, but their creatures will be running around and you may see somebody's creature that you you know that you know and not even know that it's actually theirs. So it's True. The way that they've just programmed the game alone is just amazing. It's definitely worth the wait. It's just awesome. As long as I can eat somebody else's creature and they'll be done. <laughs> Great. Just because I'm an a hole like that. Like it just takes me back to my days of civilizations. Um, <laughs> well, that takes me back to the like day UFOs and stuff. Yeah. Like, just you know, some people can evolve into like a Doctor Seuss style land. Other people will be an industrial style land. I mean, so the game it's not like you know, it's not preset. Like you have to evolve a certain way. I mean, there's just endless combinations of you know the way things can end up. Which is yeah. basically like, you know, a mini life. I don't want to say Exactly. Earth, That's why I want to be able to eat somebody and ruin their whole game. Well, you know what? You might be able to. I'm not I'm not saying That'd you can't. <laughs> awesome, because when I used to play MotoGP, I would turn around on Xbox Live, on Xbox One. I would turn around and drive the other way and just mess everybody else up. Because that's just the way I am. <laughs> if I'm not good at it, I'm just going to screw you over. <laughs> G Nitro, a bad sport. <laughs> yes, very. Um, but my number two, um, I'll tell you right now, nothing's changed except for the fifth one. But um, Saints Row 2, still waiting. There haven't been a lot of updates. Seen some more screenshots. Um, seen the way the created character looks. And the sliders this time around are extraordinary. They're basically... You can really, really mess with your character and make them look any way you want to. I've been really shocked by it. Um, and I really just can't wait to play Saints Row 2. Right now, I've heard an October release date. I can see that being pushed up because of Gears coming out in November. They may try to hit it September like they did before, which I think is the smarter move. 
it gives you two months for people to play the game, not just one or less. Um, but we'll definitely see what happens. Um, a few months out, I'll, I mean, a few months out from the release, I know I'll pre-order it. Right now, I'm waiting to see the exact date. Um, but definitely looking forward to Saints Row 2 co-op online, as I've talked about before, of the main story. I mean, that's even better, in my opinion, than GTA 4 doing their online, which I believe is just like a mini-game type thing, or it's... GTA 4, I don't believe is co-op online yet. That Nobody really knows yet on that. But I guess we'll have to wait and see, and um, that's my number two. Saints Row 2 still going strong at number two. Alright, we guess uh, we're at my number three then. Um, as a lot of you probably have figured out, if you've read my profile or just talked to me on a constant basis, my boyfriend and I are very avid fans of Stargate SG-1. Um, <laughs> and coming out, I don't know if they've really announced a release date yet, or what all's really been talked about, but they're releasing an MMO for Stargate. Um, it's to take place between seasons 8 and 9. Those of you guys who have watched it all the way through seasons 10 and realized that there was a bunch of crap left out. Well, the video game's going to fill in that gap and take place and all that random stuff that nobody could ever figure out so that it doesn't really clash with um, Stargate SG-1's you know, theme, and it doesn't really make you... You know, running around in the shadows of SG-1, which is what I'm, I'm sure, you know, it would be fun for a while, but for an MMO, um, not so much. Basically, you get to create your own character, run around, and, um, you know, explore new worlds, go through the Stargate. So if any of you guys are into the sci-fi stuff, or even just looking for a new MMO to pick up, you know, definitely look into Stargate. I can't guarantee it's going to be amazing. It might just be the next, you know, Lord of the Rings Online or Final Fantasy Online. Um, probably nothing as big as World of Warcraft, but um, I'm giving it a chance. Um, they still have only have minimal releases about everything for the game, so well, the more they release about that will depend on if it stays on my top five or not, because <laughs> it, takes, it takes a lot to keep me interested in an MMO, and the fact that I'm even interested in Spore is pretty amazing. So, we'll see. I don't know if I have the strength to do two MMOs this year. <laughs> <laughs> I barely have the strength to ever do one. <laughs> well, no, I played Fantasy Star Universe for a while, but I never renewed my subscription, so. Yeah, I have that, but I've oh, I got it for the single player, just for the achievements, and I'll do it at some point. Because <laughs> I'm an achievement whore. I don't like getting every single one, but I like getting as many as I can before I get rid of the game. Oh, great. Well, I, guess, uh, I woke up my dog. What's your number three? <laughs> um, my number three is actually another sandbox game it's the game that I think won't be as good as Saints Row 2 but it comes out this month it's uh, Grand Theft Auto 4 um, it's recently popped up the more I hear about it the more I do want to play it um, but I don't know I think I'm more hyped up for the special edition of this more than anything else call me a swag whore but <laughs> the Grand Theft Auto 4 special edition is unbelievable I mean it comes with a duffel bag uh, safety deposit box with the key um, uh, art book the game of course and if you pre-order on Amazon like I did they're going to give you a GTA 4 license plate a Liberty City license plate as well I mean just you can't go wrong with that I mean it's $90 that's f what $40 cheaper than the Halo Legendary Edition and, the stuff and you get a lot more. 
Exactly. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Sweet. You know, Master Chief's helmet's awesome and all, but when they yeah, first I announced that, they never told us it was like six inches tall, seven. I don't know how tall it really is, but well, it would fit your head if they actually allowed the opening to do it. But I don't know. I have a pretty large head. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> um, it would fit, but it's just they made the slit just for it to put on a stand. Um, but the GTA 4 stuff, I mean, for $40 less, it's a really sweet deal. I've pre-ordered it. And um, the 360 version is the one I'm getting. For those 360 owners, be happy. They're getting exclusive episodes for download to the 360 only. And the PS3 will not see those. And I've heard, um, I heard a rumor at one point that multiplayer was supposed to be... 360 only but i hear the ps3 might have it and should have it so we'll see how that plays out in the coming weeks um i hope they do put multiplayer on both i really don't want to see ps3 get too shafted as it's only going to hurt the system when it doesn't need to be kicked right right now it needs to be helped back up (laughs) but uh that's my number three so gta 4 coming out april 28th well, my, uh, my number four is actually Left for Dead. Well, you know, I guess with Left for Dead, the more, you know, I stare at it and the more I look at it, the more I realize that I think I'll probably enjoy playing it here and there, but I'm not necessarily going to, you know, replace my Counter-Strike Team Fortress 2 with it until... Oh, come on, it's got to be better than Team Fortress 2. I don't know. Well, it's a different style game. Team um, Fortress 2 sucked. Because, I, I mean, I love Left, like, <laughs> Left for Dead and Zombies in general. But the the way it plays, I know. We'll have to see. I hope it plays better than Team Fortress 2 or else I'm going to be so disappointed. <laughs> I know, but you know, I'm I'm mostly going off videos I saw from last year's QuakeCon. Um, yeah. you know, which is all the way back in August. And here we are in April of <laughs> 2008. So, I'm sure there's been some great changes. I'm just I guess I, I'm afraid of having another enemy territory Quake Wars, which is actually one of my favorite games. Yeah. But the community overall didn't accept it. So a month a month down the line I was left with, you know, having nobody to play with. And so I'm just I guess I'm I'm bracing myself for a letdown until I get until the next update at least. Um Definitely, definitely, I mean, definitely interested. I'm definitely looking forward to it. But at the moment, you know, Spore and the other games have me a lot more excited at this point in time. So. But we'll see. It's, my, my list has been changing weekly more often now, so. <laughs> but yeah, right, what's, gotta... uh, what's your four? Mm, a game that was my number two the first time I read about it, and then it went to number three, and now it's... At four, um, the fact that all the news seemed to hit at once, and now that it's kind of died off, was Mirror's Edge um, by um, Creative Team Dice for EA. Basically, it's the game where it's like a third-person adventure, but done in first-person view. But um, not first-person like a Call of Duty or a Halo, but it's like a Tomb Raider adventure game where you're running around jumping. But if you look down, you see your whole body and all. And it it just looks like a great game, but the fact that it kind of 
came with all the news and now has died off. So is my hype for it, and I'm worried that if I don't hear something new soon, it's going to hit five, and then the next podcast, it's going to be off. Yeah, just like me with Left 4 Dead, Al. Yeah, these companies, like, they throw things out there, then they stop. And nowadays, and I'm walking an example of this right now, if you don't keep it coming, or at least something here and there every month, they're going to forget. People are just going to be like, okay. Um, and that's what seems to be happening with Mirror's Edge. Like, once the article came out in Play Magazine, Kotaku had it, Joystick had it, IGN had it, freaking OneUp.com had it, and I read them all. I read all of it, and it was all the same thing rehashed on every site. So there's been nothing new on it, and I hope in the upcoming weeks, months, uh, we start hearing more about it. Mirror's Edge looks awesome. It's a gorgeous-looking game, something I definitely definitely want to play but as the hype dies down uh so does my urge to actually want to play the game um actually makes me worried about how the game is turning out at this point but that's my number four so uh what's your fifth and final anticipated game um (laughs) that's actually you know i was doing any mini miny mo um yesterday (laughs) trying to figure it out um, and then I played a little bit of Quake um, with my boyfriend last night and watched um, C-Dash Dutch get destroyed. And since he doesn't listen to our <laughs> podcast ever, I'm going to tell everybody that my boyfriend beat him at 82 to neg- or 80 to negative 2 without even trying on a 1 versus 1. So uh, everybody, <laughs> make sure uh, you congratulate him on his victory next time you see him. And by him, I mean Chris. Um <laughs> But yeah, Quake, Quake Zero, aka Quake Live. Uh, I think Quake Live is its beta name, really. Quake Zero is the game expected to become out. Um, not really a release date. Still in private beta. Um, but it's definitely going to jumpstart. I think the Quake Arena community, and hopefully, um, right now it's just kind of a toss-up. It's either going to be really good or really lame, and. If it bombs, I think that's probably going to be the end of the Quake community for the most part. Um, at least the con- what 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 left is uh, the competitive aspect. But I'm really praying that it doesn't mm-hmm. bomb because I really miss the days when I would just randomly jump in Quake Three and play with a bunch of people. And I'm hoping that this game does some justice for the Quake community because God knows we need it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, you know, I'd sure as heck like to see Fatality come back to the Quake games, because I know right now he's diddling off in Unreal Tournament 3. But, um, I yeah. still haven't played that one. I got it for PS3, and it's just sitting there. <laughs> we know, I bought House of the Dead 2 and 3 Returns, and I haven't had the time to sit down and play it. It really makes me sad, because I bought a Zapper, and I was all happy and excited, and I've just, I've been so busy with the website, and with school, and... You know, with the Valve contest we had the last two weeks, and I just didn't get the chance to open it up and play. So I've had that for half a month sitting in my in my apartment. I think it's time for you to break down and play it. Oh, I was gonna play it yesterday, and then I didn't have time, so I'll play it today or tomorrow. No, actually, I haven't slept in a few days. <laughs> I, I sleep every few days. I'm sleeping oh, tonight though. Hopefully. You slept yesterday. That's why we didn't record. <laughs> no, after you woke me up, like that was all. Like you woke me up pretty much. Damn it. <laughs> so. 
But uh, yeah, on to my top five, my top five, my fifth and final. Um, got bumped back to the fifth spot. It was four last week. Um, like I said, there was that one slight change, and everything else just got moved back. Because uh, Crisis Core, which was top five, came out. I got it, but I haven't had a chance to play it myself. I'll probably play it this weekend at work if I get the time. Oops, but I guess I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Tales of Vesperia is my fifth and final pick. Uh, read up on it a bit more. Um, for those who had a GameCube or still have a GameCube or play games on the Wii, um, Tales of Vesperia is being done by the exact same design team that did Tales of Symphonia. Um, it's not going to be as dark. It's going to be more of a lighter game. Uh, basically, the main character knows right from wrong. He's going to be more mature than most uh, role-playing game main characters. Uh, his best friend or whatever is different. He likes to take the law into his own hands and make sure things get done. So, it's going to be interesting seeing how the two sides play out and how they go through the game. I mean, done with the same visual style, as I've said before, of the um, Idol Master games that Namco Bandai did. And it looks absolutely gorgeous. The backgrounds are all hand-drawn. Wow. There's... It's not pre-rendered. They're all hand-drawn. I mean, it looks gorgeous. This may be the definitive RPG for the 360 if it's done right. And considering all the praise for Tales of Symphonia, I just recently got a GameCube in that game to play it. Um, I haven't been able to check it out yet, but if it's as good as people say it is and it's the same team, I expect huge things from this game. I mean, and... People were asking, or Play Magazine actually asked them if they were going to do downloadable content. And they're thinking about it, but they're not going to give you exclusives on the downloadable content. They will, like, they're not going to, they're going to let you pay for things that you can already get in the game. For the people who don't want to go out and do a certain quest, they're going to allow you to buy it if you just don't want to do it, which I think is cool. It's not forcing you to buy something. It's basically saying, hey, if you don't feel like going through the few hours it takes, here's this sword or whatever, or a packet or a package deal for $5. And um, so it's nice to see a company take a different stance where it's like, hey, if we get the money for it, cool, but we're not going to force you into getting something just to have it. Basically, you'll be able to get it on your own as well. So I'm definitely looking forward to hearing more about this game. I know it's going to be out um, by fall or the end of the year in Japan. So I'd be looking for, at best, a December release here, maybe November. But I'd go more along the lines of um, January of next year. But there are rumors that they're trying to release both at the same time. Uh, not Maybe not exactly the same time, but somewhat simultaneously in the U.S. and Japan, but we'll see how things go, and I'll keep everybody updated on that. Um, who knows? With the way Mirror's Edge has been going, that might be moved up to my fourth spot next week. <laughs> but that's about it. Um, those are our top fives, as always. Um, been a great podcast, a great interview with Aaron, even though it's a bit delayed in getting to you guys. Uh, you we apologize. apologize. 
yeah. We'll definitely try to make sure that doesn't happen again. And it's no slight on Aaron. Great guy. Had a great interview. Um, it was all my fault. No, it was, don't put it all on you. Just well, yesterday was. you can't was. blame your work schedule. <laughs> I can blame the fact that I, you know what? It's the shoutbox's fault because I just can't sleep. I can't. I look at that shout box and I just watch the countdown until it's fresh. And it just traps me. I can't leave. And I know you guys know what I'm talking about. Except for a couple of you guys that only exactly. go in the forums. And you know what? Good for you. You're not addicted. Save yourself. Keep yourself clean. Stay away from the shout box. Shout box is evil. It is. But I love it's addicting. it. Oh my god. It's addicting <laughs> as bleep. Ugh. But yeah, definitely. So, we've got some. We've got some. You know, now that we're done with most of the staff uh, interviews, yeah, we're gonna have members coming up soon. Um, definitely definitely gonna have look one out. in mind. That's uh, gonna be a surprise for all of you guys. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. We may announce it. We may not. We're just not gonna tell you now. <laughs> exactly. We're we're hoping by the next episode, but if not, it'll definitely to be two from now. We'll give you a hint. Um, it's a him. And we hope that he does do it because we've we've asked and he won't give us an answer. Yeah, he definitely he he will do it if I have to freaking find a way to do it. Oh. I'll trick him on Xbox Live or something. So, so oh, guys, the <laughs> hints put it together. <laughs> but yeah, definitely hope to get this person. And then um, we'll see who's after that. Um, like I said before, if you want to be interviewed for the podcast and be on here. Be active. Send one of us, either Clover, myself, or even to Total Meltdown's page. Tell us why you should be on the podcast and be interviewed. Um, we're looking for activity. We know if you're in the shout box or not. We know if you're on the forums or not. And We know. So, exactly. We have your history and of your activity. So, basically, just be active. Enjoy Pwn, and you will eventually... Be on there. I mean, one day we hope to have this as a weekly show. So, and hopefully live, which will be even better. <laughs> oh, dude, that would be so much more amazing. We just, at the moment, we're not technologically savvy, I guess. We just, just we not don't ready. Have, yeah, we just don't have, <laughs> we just don't have the equipment to do it live. Because, yeah. as you guys know, I'm here in Memphis and he's out there in Baltimore and so, with the delays and the fact that we're in places. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's 73 degrees today. I'm loving it. <laughs> I've yeah, the window open and it's still nice. Oh, I'm afraid to go back outside. It got really cold. Where'd but, my dog go? <laughs> you know, I don't even know why you carry. He should be glad. He's not barking. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he might be chewing something up. Oh. <laughs> Well, in that case, so, guys, I yeah. guess we're going to call it a night. Um, <laughs> Nitro's got to go run and make sure his dog hasn't eaten his 360. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go kill him. We hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Um, you know, If you have any feedback, you want to complain about how many times I say um or he laughs, go ahead. Or I say like. Oh, yeah. Or, <laughs> you know, just leave us a comment. I mean, we're, we're pretty relaxed since we don't have a set you know, agenda for our podcast. Hopefully, we'll get a little bit more formal soon, but... You know, or just stop by and say hi. Let us know, and, and let us know if you listen to it. We actually have no idea who listens to the podcast. We can't track it. We don't know, and we do care. Um, 
I know a couple of you guys have told me that y'all listen to it. Um, you know, and appreciate it. it. Makes me feel really awesome because I have no idea people actually listen to the podcast inside a set few. Um, so yeah, excite us. You know, make us feel amazing. Stop by and be all like, "Hey, listen to your podcast." And, uh, yep, definitely come by and don't forget if you if you're one who found us on iTunes, um, come join Pwn.com. Check it out. I'm sure you'll enjoy the site and come get addicted to the shop box. <laughs> but um so that's it for me, G Nitro. And I'm Clover. All right, till next time. Peace. <laughs>